When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, Bing Z, we are back on the podcast. I know it's been a little while, but, you know, we hope everybody enjoyed your February, uh, every, t- every the time from the Super Bowl, and actually the time from since Stafford got traded, really. Uh, but, man, a lot has happened. Uh, you know, with the franchise tagging, Galladay, Aquara, are they gone? Probably, maybe. Uh, free agent targets, uh, little moves here or there, Dan Campbell interview. There's a, there's a lot to talk about, so we're going to cover all that here on the podcast. Um, and then, you know, we're going to be really ramping up here. Uh, hopefully we'll bring you one, uh, if not two episodes a week, depending on how much news there is out there. And we're, we're getting ready for the 2021 season for the Detroit Lions. Is, is this Super League? <laughs> You know they have their longest odds. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk about. So we got most of the Blue Kool-Aid crew here. Thank you, buddy, for listening. Now sit back, relax, grab your Kool-Aid. It's time for the pod. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back. It's Woo. been a little while. Uh, we took a little break there, but now the offseason is really starting to heat up. So we thought, good a time as ever to get back into the fold and really start talking about the 2021 Lion, Detroit Lions football season. So I'm Big Z, and we've got most of the Blue Kool-Aid crew here. So we got Bob. Yo. Rudd Dog. Yo. And then UJ. Hey, Lions fans. All right, gentlemen, there is a lot of stuff to discuss. Uh, so I want to start with the thing that br- kind of brought us here today, the big news of the day, and that is the Detroit Lions not franchising either Kenny Galladay, which was kind of expected, I thought, or at least yeah. 50, 60, 40. Uh, and then uh, Romeo Cuara also not being tagged, which is oh. more mm. understandable mm. than uh, Galladay, just mm. because Galladay, uh, his value is higher than Aquara's probably in the open market. But either way, um, maybe Aquara could come back, uh, but Galladay seems less likely. Um, but I mean, what's the reaction here? I, I, it, it seems like, and I should note, if Galladay or an Aquara, if they get signed for big money, and the Lions don't make it as, like an equal 
uh, signing, which I don't think they're expected to, based on where their cap situation is and where they are in uh, the retooling process for Brad Holmes. Yeah. Um, then they are eligible for compensatory picks. Uh, and the highest you can get is third round. goes third, fourth, or fifth round. I think fifth is the lowest it goes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so let, I want to throw this to you, Jay, first. What is your reaction here to Galladay? Uh, and, and there's another bonus. We don't have to hear about St. Rita on the podcast again. So That's a bonus? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> for the non-St. Rita uh, alumni Sad on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway uh, it, it, to me, it was not unexpected, uh, only because of where they are in this uh, rebuild, so to speak. Uh, they, they can't afford these kind of players right now, uh, especially with the lower cap and everything. And uh, they're, they're basically starting from scratch. So it, it, it hurts to see them go, and, and I'm sure they're going to miss them as a player, but they're just not going to spend that money right now. And and, and they want to – besides, they've stated already they want to build through the draft. And uh, – if they do succeed in doing that, this is where it starts. We'll, we'll get a draft pick for them. And besides, we're not going to win right away anyway, probably. So what's the big deal about signing, signing Kenny now when it's not going to really get us to the Super Bowl this year? Where's maybe the next Kool-Aid? But, <laughs> not going to win? What is this? This is the year, I mean, I, right? <laughs> I'm trying to think like the realist thing, and I, it's hard. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, it wasn't a surprise to me. And, yeah, it, if we don't sign him again, I'm going to really miss him because that guy's a hell of a player. And, and acquire the same thing. Uh but I think it's just all based on where they are in this rebuild at right at the beginning. So they're just not going to fork out the dough, plain and simple. Yeah, Rudd Rud Dog, do you think this is like a big F you to the Bob Quinn era? Like literally, <laughs> like two, two, pro- two probably of his best projects, uh, one Kenny Galladay and then uh, Aquara, <laughs> probably no, not returning Alliance. <laughs> I don't think that, uh, that has anything to do with it. I think it's because Kenny G just hasn't been able to stay healthy and you can't just franchise. It's hard to franchise a guy like that when – you're just not you don't know what you're going to get. As far as Aquara, I mean, he's just happened the upper echelon of pass rushers in the league, but he doesn't have a complete game. You know, he's not a like a really great run stopper right at this point in his career. So I don't think he's going to be warranting quite the franchise level of paycheck in the free agency market, and we might actually be able to retain him where I think we'd still pay him a lot like 10 million. Instead of like what was it for a DN like 14 million yeah, plus. Yeah, 14 to 15. So I mean, I I think you 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 let him see what his market's worth, and uh, that's a guy I like to target for retaining if possible. But you know, if not, then we'll have to start rebuilding for some new guys. Yeah, Bob, what are, what are your thoughts on uh, these? Yeah, moves? well, I, I'm a big uh, Kenny Galladay fan, so just as a fan, I'm disappointed because uh, I loved watching him play, and he's a St. Rita guy. As as you know, uh, we went to St. Rita. He did too. You know, I don't know if you heard you didn't, that. You haven't mentioned that before. But uh, anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Z said they're trying to purge all the Rita players off the roster as part of the rebuild. So, that, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I understand the move though, just from a financial standpoint. Um, they don't have much cap room and just paying them all that money is not going to translate to wins, unfortunately, in the short term. And uh, so I, it doesn't surprise me, but it, as a fan, I'm disappointed because I love watching him play. I just hope he doesn't go to the Bears because that would. Mm. Well, I would I would be shocked if he went to the Bears just because it, uh, they just franchised Allen Robinson today, and so now oh, he's going to cut. So if I hope they sign Kenny Galladay and his market is at least 16 or above because that's what the franchise is at, um, they're going to spend 30 plus million dollars on wide receivers when they already have Kyle Mooney and Allen Robinson. That, that I, would I, shock I didn't me. see that they did that. 
Okay, that, that makes a difference. That's the Bears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that would shock. If yeah, if if Robinson wasn't there, then yeah, that would have been a, a different story for sure. But I yeah, I wouldn't see that happening. But I, I do hope he gets a big contract somewhere because that would be good for our uh compensatory uh uh draft picks down the line. So if, yeah. But I do think there is a reasonable chance Aquara can be back still. They the franchise just didn't make sense with it. He's he is a one year He's only been a lead player for like one year, really. Now, I mean, and it's at a pass rush. He, like Red Dog was saying, it's not his run stopping ability, but pass rush wins the day in the NFL these days. Mm-hmm. If you're an elite pass rusher, you get you can get paid like it. But I do think if Acquire lands somewhere, man, I, I don't know. It'll be like a three or $30 million deal, or he'll come back to the Lions for one year, $10 million, I can say. That, that's what I would love to see one year, $10 million, another prove a deal out of him. Because uh, here's some other news as well that we uh, didn't discuss in the last time. So there's this whole deal with the salary cap right now. Uh, it was projected going into this offseason that the floor of the salary cap would be 175. They've now raised that to 180. But the NFL is also working on massive, massive TV deals right now. They're restructuring all their TV deals. At a good, it's a good time for the NFL to do that just because of how low the salary cap is. Uh, but nonetheless... That's that TV deal could jump the salary cap all the way up to 195, or it could go all the way down to 180. So it's a wide range right now. Nobody knows the number. When do uh, they it's expect to that deal to be done? The, 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 in the next few weeks, but there is no certainty, and that's why they have. That's why the NFL came out and said, "Here's the floor of the salary cap," uh, so the teams can plan around that. Uh, <laughs> but. It's a it's it's a weird time in the NFL, but there's a few things. A lot of these contracts. I don't know if you guys saw JJ Watt's contract where it he got two years, like thirty plus million dollars, but it's actually a five year deal with three voidable years. Something with those voidable years, like it, the player can just void out of the contract after two years, but it it spreads out the cap money. There's a lot of numbers things that are happening in the NFL. It's crazy, but I mean. In the time that we also last talked, Golden Tate got cut. Uh, I mean, there's a bunch of veterans getting cut across the league. Joe Thune didn't get franchised on the Patriots. A lot of people expected because the salary cap is so tight, there's going to be a lot of talent out on the market. Just don't tell me the Lions are going to cut Christian Jones. That would be terrible. Oh, wait. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. I'm glad you mentioned that, Bob. You know how much (laughs) I uh, had a disdain for his play (laughs) on the the Lions. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) He won't be missed. What's your favorite Christian Jones memory uh, there, Z? Well, any favorite (laughs) moments? Like Red Dog was saying right before this, like the news I heard he was getting cut. But other than that, uh, I don't know. The the countless amount of times that he was uh, giving up uh, routes in the flat or over the middle against a a running back. I will never remember those again. Great memories (laughs) to forget. Hey, uh, Big Z made a claim in the text thread the other day that Christian Jones was the worst Lions linebacker in history. What do you guys think that about that? Do you think that's true? Do you think he was that bad? Uh, that's a lot of company there. I, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to say. You said Paris Lennon, right, Rudd? Paris Lennon was the first person that came to my mind from yeah, 0 16. I mean, one. he was very not good. <laughs> very know. not good. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. We probably, we probably had one of the worst – linebacking core just last year like as a, a group yeah the last two years uh, the whole Matt Patricia era really yeah yeah definitely yeah. since 0 and 16 
Yeah, is DeAndre Levy the last good like linebacker with it? Yeah. He's had? the last uh, really good linebacker. Yeah, I think. the last one because like, you had Tolik right around right before him. Yeah. Elite yeah. linebacker. Yeah, like upper tier for sure. I think he's mm-hmm. the last. Levy well, was definitely. elite, and even that was short lived. So yeah, about two years. I think <laughs> that was so short lived. Yeah, like he was just getting going. His damn adventurous lifestyle. Yeah, flying on airplanes. <laughs> yeah, and, walking, uh, sledding down volcanoes. Why didn't he just live in a bubble and train for football for <laughs> our sake? <laughs> <laughs> um, so talking about players being released as well is uh, Desmond Trufant. I think a lot of us expected that one, though. He's going to cost yeah. $10 million. He actually hasn't officially been released yet, though, because the Lions are trying to get a trade partner for him. If they can find a seventh, a trade a seventh rounder for I him. Think oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes, I don't think it's going to happen. I think they're just, uh, you know. Box of donuts. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. all not as long <laughs> as possible, I guess, on that one. <laughs> a wash uh, from semi-pro washing train from a washing machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and uh speaking of uh you know looking for trade partners the news came out recently as well that the Lions are looking to trade Chase Daniels and my, that's also like thank god because he is he's arguably the worst backup in the NFL. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it they, wasn't good for us. That's for sure. Well, especially for the <laughs> so money. The guy he's has making. made over thirty-four million dollars in his career, and he's made five NFL starts, and he's only won two of those five NFL starts. That's and he has he, just as many touchdowns as interceptions. And it's just because in college he was good. Well, I guess, apparently, apparently yeah. he's a good, you know, one of those good veteran presences in the locker yeah, room, he's and a good, good in the film guy room, and, and he can yeah. mentor a young he's guy. He's a cerebral player, but he doesn't have the physical talent. He to knows how to work the, the film projector. You mean? Yeah. I, I just never understood why 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 would the Lions give him thirteen million dollars? That just blew me away at the time when they made that contract. Uh, it still doesn't make a lot. Well, of I think the reason was because our backups were so bad before that, and when right. Stafford went down, it was just we had nothing. So they we went yeah. for a higher profile. But it just didn't work out. But and, and their only close up look at him was when he was beating us. Yeah. So right. <laughs> they figured that you know, hey, we'll get him on our team. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I, if the Lions can find any sort of trade partner for him, that would be great. Because when they make it, the Lions can make a trade. First of all, they get the small amount of draft com- compensation, but also uh, they get a bigger, a bigger cap reduction as well. Uh, because then they otherwise they have to eat up the dead money. Yeah, I hope they try to find their backup quarterback in the mid to late rounds this year. I mean, assuming they don't go with one in the first round, which I have a feeling they're not, and they're going to try to build a team around Goff. But like. I hope they get some young guy with uh, who adds some nice dimensions to the playbook instead of just these like I don't know these last few guys we've had have not been very exciting <laughs> and no, don't offer anything special. Not at all. And I don't, did you guys uh, listen to that Dan Campbell interview uh, and Pat McAfee at all? Yeah, it was good. It was a really good interview. If you haven't got a chance to see it, uh, listeners, please so go good. on YouTube and type Pat McAfee, Dan Campbell, or Pat McAfee MCDC. They'll have calling him MCDC on that show. <laughs> Um, but anyways, uh, he he had a great quote on there uh, just about his coaching staff and how many uh, former oh, players yeah. he has on the coaching staff. Yeah, and I, th- this brought to mind right now just because you're talking about uh, backup quarterbacks, Mark Burnell. You know, he he said because of COVID and everything like that, you never who's going to be out in any given week. So that's why we have all these former players on our coaching staff just in case we need one of them to suit up in an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> so great. That was good. I man, how can you not like to root for Dan Campbell? I just get more excited about the Lions. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's all nice in the honeymoon phase right now. That's for sure, at least. I love this story. <laughs> yeah, I went to the gas station to get me some chewing tobacco. And, 
and the guy at the counters, you know, is yelling at me, what are you doing with this team? You know, like, yeah. <laughs> and he's, he's like, man, I feel your pain, brother. <laughs> like you say, just the way he talked. This is great. He's just a down home guy. Really. I don't know. I like the guy a lot. <laughs> I can't I wait to start collecting these kneecaps. Yeah. It'll be entertaining since uh, the what's on the field might not be that entertaining next year. So. The, the coach interview will be Man, what wow. is with this energy right now drink kool-aid you guys i'm 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 buying the retool this ain't a rebuild it's a retooling all right well we are losing a lot of talent that's all i'm saying we're gonna untap all the un we're gonna get all the untapped potential out of guys like uh will harris and uh tracy walker and akuda and a warrior next year you know Maybe. Maybe. insane it's gonna happen well, it is my hope that, Get that they train. can find some of these guys and like like Jared Davis and use them correctly. Yeah, yeah. and uh, we'll see improvement. Yeah. So, well, we'll see if we'll see if Davis is back. Uh, yeah, that, that's unknown as well right now. Right. They're actually going to use Swift as the primary back and not some old guy. It's going to be great. Like um, Davis will be back. So, a couple new, more uh, newsworthy items. Uh, Jack Fox will be back. Our all uh, yeah. all star punter. <laughs> Um, so we look forward to talking about him a lot more. Stud. <laughs> uh, Jason Cabinda, the fullback, the the Lions re-tendered him as well. So he'll be back, it looks like. Yeah. And then backup offense tackle Matt Nelson uh, will also be back. This is These guys could easily be cut. They're small potatoes, really, on the salary cap. But they will be, at least be back for training camp. Um, and then Mike Ford got re-signed. That, that guy like just that. is stuck to the Lions like glue for as yeah. long as he can uh, <laughs> run. Yeah. yeah, they're developing him. <laughs> um, I like the kid. I like them. So those are just some of the uh, other newsworthy items. Now, the last one here, and this kind of uh, will transition into free agency talk a little bit. But So we covered Galladay, but the fact that Galladay's not back really means there is no – right now, Cephas, and then uh, and then pretty much this guy's on future contracts like Tom Kennedy. Oh, and then we have Geronimo Allison uh, who coming back from, from the, off the COVID list. And the guy uh, we just but, signed who's at uh... – well, that, that's what I'm leading to, Bob, oh, okay. is uh, Tyrell Williams, the Lions signed for one year, $6.2 million. This is a guy that has been hurt a lot uh, the last year and a half, really, but was wildly, I mean, the way he played under Anthony Lynn's system in San Diego, got him a four-year, $40 million contract with the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, so Anthony Lynn, obviously, offense coordinator now for our beloved Detroit Lions, and they're trying to rekindle that magic, I guess, uh, at a very cheap one-year rate. So do we like that signing, or do we think that's just uh, yeah. the Lions are just trying to He's cover their tracks for the a seat year? Warm. Uh, trying to... <laughs> hey, well, I don't you got, mind you, it. You got a deep threat for Goff. I think it's good. Uh, you know, we it's... really don't have one. Yeah. <laughs> so. Sounds like a low-risk uh, low potential with uh, with some potential upside type move, so can't really go wrong either way either it works out and we get a good uh, you know another starter receiver or doesn't work out and what we're out six million dollars or that's if he even plays i'm assuming there's other incentives so no i have no problem with this they're gonna need to get bodies in the room yeah it'll, it'll be it'll be really interesting to see what uh what happens from that but if he's healthy i think it could be a steal like rud dog was saying but it, <laughs> He's had a lot of injuries the last couple of years, so I wouldn't necessarily get your hopes up um, if you like the signing Lions fans. Just be cautious, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but drink the Kool-Aid at the same time. 
cautiously drink your Kool-Aid. No caution. <laughs> don't I chug it. Don't spill, I guess. I don't know. Um, and that kind of leads me into my next part here before we get into free agency and wide receiver targets. The fact that the Lions are at this spot with their wide receivers, do we think it's almost like, is it a guarantee that they're going to draft a wide receiver? And if so, how high? Because uh, the Rams, uh, they really like drafting their wide receivers in the second round when Brad Holmes is there. So does that mean the Lions aren't going to go for a guy like Jamar Chase uh, at seven? Does Jamar Chase even make the seven? I don't know. There's a lot of hype around if we him got right Devontae yeah. Smith or Jamar Chase at seven, I'm not going to lie. I'd be incredibly psyched about it. Yeah. I mean, those dudes are so dynamic and fast. Yeah. And you see what a guy like Tyreek Hill does, and he these guys kind of enter that conversation with a guy like that, talent-wise. Oh, I'd be so excited. I mean, when you saw what uh, Goff was able to do with a guy like Cooks at, at receiver in the Rams, and like when he leaves, all of a sudden things don't go so well. That speed dynamic in the NFL right now is so game-changing with the way these receiver quarterbacks get on the ball that I would be oh so psyched if we got one of those guys. For sure. But you got other concerns like linebacker and stuff, so it's uh, yeah. Hard to I get them, and I think they're going to definitely draft a receiver. If Jamar Chase is there, I think you got to take him. Unless Penasini's there, I mean not Penasini. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't. Oh, Penny Sewell, Sewell, yeah, Penny Sewell, yeah. I would take him, but uh, <laughs> oh, that would be a good one too. Heads explode if he took Kyle Pitts, the uh, tight end out of uh, Florida. He's supposed <sighs> I to. I don't know. I mean, he, he's it, a, have you watched his tape though? He is he so effing good. No, I'm he's not saying Tino. I'm against it. I'm just saying he's Lions fans go nuts because uh, he's tight a end Tino. <laughs> tight end in name only. The dude is a freak receiving target. I, I'm not gonna like. See, I'd even like him as a top ten tight end pick over what. Uh, just based on profile over what like a Hawkinson coming out, this dude is a true freak of nature. If you had him uh, in so Hawkinson, that'd be like. I'm just saying on paper coming out, like he he looks like oh my god, what a weapon he'd be! So tall and fast and athletic, uh, he's a t- mismatch no matter who's covering him. Yeah, could you imagine with him and Hawk on the field at the same oh, time? The, the mismatches would be everywhere. I mean, it'd be everywhere. It'd be awesome. That'd be a lot of fun. Then Seafish just, you know, just taking off the top over. You know, <laughs> yeah, you got outside. your Hall of Fame, future Hall of Famer, and your two And Dan, Dan Campbell <laughs> mentioned Kyle Pitts by name in his uh, last press conference, official press conference for the Detroit Lions. So he's on their radar already, too. So I wouldn't completely discount that. A lot of people actually have him going n- number six to the Eagles right in front of the Lions. So wow. yeah, <laughs> he'll be surprised if he's not even there. I, there's a lot of hype around him for sure. And, and the, actually, somebody's hype that's died down a little bit is Devonta Smith. I've seen him a lot, like going to like in the ten to fifteen range. Yeah. And what do you think, late, uh, Z, about about drafting a receiver? What's your take on that? My take? Yeah. Do you think they'll draft I mean, early, or they will take a receiver at all? I, I mean, that's. It's so tough. Uh, in the first round, it's got to be a guy like Jamar Chase in the top 10. Maybe Devonta Smith, if you really – I mean, Devonta Smith's like a supreme route runner. <laughs> so that that's the thing I like about him. But I mean, how the thing that people, people worry about him is his size. He's so damn small. Yeah. <laughs> he is so small. Uh, and But, man, he is just such a, such a smooth – he's the smoothest route runner I think I've ever seen. Uh, but Jamar Chase has the prototypical size. What about speed. Waddle? Does he do? Does he come into conversation at seven for you guys? Because some people keep putting him there. He's got the speed. I don't know if he's got the skills that the other guys have. If he runs he's, in like the four two six range, he might. Like. 
Yeah, and I uh, th- that's why I want to. Uh, so if you are paying attention, to, if you want to know more about Devonta Smith and all those Alabama guys, their pro day is on March twenty fourth at nine a.m. So uh. they've been airing all these pro days on NFL Network. Northwestern actually had theirs today. Uh, their cornerback Newsom ran like a four three five four three one four three one forty. That's impressive. And then that uh, six awesome, one one ninety two. Yeah, and he dominated Ohio State. Uh, so another Justin Fields red flag too in that game. But um, also their tackle Slater uh, ran a four nine forty for a guy that's three thirty. I think that's yeah, that guy's supposed to be good. Man. It's gonna be. Uh, wow. There's some true freaks of seven. nature out there. I mean, if we could attack at seven, like Bob was saying, I think that would be stellar too. Because then you'd have Decker and another a star across from, him and and then Decker's replacement eventually. I mean, that just would be that would be great. I'm still on the Micah Parsons train. I think that guy's a game changer uh, at a position of desperate need for the Detroit Lions. So many good options. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I know. I I that's that's still where I'd rather see them. But Kyle Pitch. I would almost rather see than Jamar Chase. I don't, no, I, no, yeah. actually, I take that back. Jamar Chase, but there's a lot of good options here. But I, it's got to be an elite, elite wide receiver. Otherwise, I think there's yeah. a lot of value in the second round. Like Bateman, you can get Tony, you can get Rondell Moore um, for Purdue. There's a lot of value there early in the second mm-hmm. round at wide receiver, especially with how bad we we yeah. need defense. I don't hate if they get Slater or uh, Sewell as well. I, I think you can't, be a lot you can't of, build uh, up an offensive line enough. <laughs> Yeah, this no, really, I agree with that. I think this draft actually falls better than last year's did. Like, what's going to be available for the Lions? For, Definitely, we're not stuck with Akuda, like a cornerback. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I yeah. think Akuda's good still, but but it wasn't like praying, an obvious. Uh, well, the quarterback no, class is so strong this year that, that you know there's a very good chance that five are going to go in the top ten. Very good chance. Yeah. So they go that the leaves six. all those other positions basically mm-hmm. up for grabs. So there's a good chance we're going to get definitely. A I still think there's a really good player. chance that the Lions trade back to 19 or something like with the Redskins. Yeah, I think yeah, that's a very that. real possibility. Uh, but and that would limit who we, uh, you know, all these guys that we're talking about right now for sure. Yeah, yeah. But who cares? That, we need we need bodies. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean, well, I can totally see that happening too. These guys are hired because they can develop draft talent. So. If that's what we're going to do, the more picks, the better, baby. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'd like to see him trade back a few spots. You know, we're still going to get an elite player, I think, high in the in the first round, but we'll get more picks. That'll help us down the road. I like, I'd like a trade back personally. I agree. Like, I like the one more like 12 where you're only moving back like five spots and not necessarily missing out on too many of those guys we're talking about because of all the quarterbacks going yeah. and stuff. So, but I mean, yeah, like you said, develop talent, get more of it. That's all we can do. Unless we can get Zach can Wilson. Yeah. See, I'm not so – you're all so in love with Zach Wilson. I love huh? Zach Wilson, too. I think he's, I think he's really good. Yeah, I think he'll Zach be good, Wilson, too. Maybe. I think he'll be good. I'm just not – I don't know. I'm not sure about wanting to throw our first pick at it. He's like No, Stafford, we don't trade up for him. Only if he fell He's Stafford-ish with more mobility, I think. I, he, he's, Stafford he's has a better him. arm than Wilson, but uh, he, yeah, definitely I, more I, mobility. I, and But Wilson's got a good arm. He's got a very good arm. He does. He does. Maybe he that does. well. Very few people in the world have an arm like Stafford. So I saw, but uh, an article today saying that he might be better than Trevor Lawrence. You know, so who knows? <laughs> oh, who knows? God. you gotta love the draft article. Whoa, draft really like, That's like how That was how uh, what's his face? Mark Sanchez was supposedly better than Matt Stafford too. Remember that? Yeah, remember that? All that crap. <laughs> I never that bought that a one. Joke. Uh, I, I think we'll have a lot more to say. 
about uh, the draft as we approach that. But I want to go right now to the more imminent uh, topic, and that is NFL free agency. Um, the early next week is when the tampering period starts, and then uh, the 17th, I believe, is when people can actually start signing contracts. And like we said, there's going to be, a, even between now and then, there's going to be a lot more releases on the NFL from veterans and such, so these teams can get under the salary cap. And there's gonna, there's going to be a lot of activity, so it should be a fun uh, one. I don't know if the, the Lions necessarily aren't big players, so maybe it'll be a little less fun for them, but just fun from a general NFL fan's perspective to see all these players changing teams. Oh, First yeah. of all, how? what are our biggest needs in free agency? I guess let's start there. Linebacker. Linebacker, D-line. Definitely linebacker. Wide receiver. Now it's wide receiver, yeah. yeah. Any, um, any position on defense. I'd say right? one running back, yeah. too, maybe. We do need a running back. We need another running back. I think you had a pair yeah. of carry on and swift. Defensive end. Yes. So um, I want to start. Cornerback. So do you guys have anybody on your free agency list that you're willing to, that you want, uh, that you think's within a reasonable range for the Detroit Lions? Maybe not necessarily, you know, not like a guy. Like maybe like a Malcolm Brown or something like that for the running back? Well, that's really, really low, <laughs> but. I was thinking, Watt already signed. I'm trying right. to think of like top. So the one I have in mind right at the top of my head, and the guy that makes the most sense is with the Brad Holmes connection is John Johnson, the safety uh, from the the Rams. He was not tagged today by them, I believe. So mm-hmm. he is a free agent, and there's a lot of connections there. There was actually the safety from uh, the Saints that a lot of people were going were connecting with the Lions, but he got tagged today, Marcus May. Um, so John Johnson becomes the guy that's connected with the Lions from the safety position it makes a lot of sense. he was really good uh you know he's the third ranked safety for pff uh for on a, the number one defense in the nfl it's always hard to say though with cornerbacks how good they are compared to their you know defensive line are they more of a progress defensive line being really good or is it yeah. the, the play of the safety yes. or it could be a little bit of both yes. but brad holmes has said safety is the most important position he's looking at i think he said in an interview right oh wow or he said it's he, he mentioned safety as an important position. I don't know if maybe he said the most important or not. I can't remember off the top of my head. But he did mention the safety position by name as being a, one of his main targets in free agency. And that's why I think it's extra important to know that John Johnson's a free agent this year. Uh, so, I mean, what do you guys think? If if, if our highest paid player this offseason from the free agency perspective is safety. I mean, I wouldn't hate it. We definitely need one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so hard Could to we... say that the team's... They're kind lost of Harman, taking it right? down and building it back up so they could go in a lot of directions, you know. I mean, that sounds like yeah. a good True. good guy to get. I don't know. Do we still have Harmon under contract? Deron Harmon? No. Yeah. No, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Then, no. yes, definitely, because we're definitely not going to go in relying on Will Harris and Tracy Walker. Yeah, that's a tough one. We, we've talked about those guys. Uh, so J- Justin Simmons got uh, tagged by the Broncos. He's not available. And there's Anthony Harris. Um, Mark, oh, sorry, Marcus May of the Jets uh, and Marcus Williams both got tagged. So the, it's it's thin. John Johnson's definitely at the top of the crop in terms of safeties right now. Um, you got Malik Hooker, Xavier Woods. It, but it, it gets uh, it gets pretty thin there <laughs> towards the bottom. Back in terms to re-signing Harmon. Yeah, exactly. Um, but Going to the linebacker position, it's also kind of thin um, in terms of the top free agents. Levante David just got no. signed for a big contract today by the Tampa Bay Bucks, so he's not yeah. available. And 
nobody expected him to really leave that team. Matt Milano is the biggest one uh, from the wow. Bills. Uh, he's expected to get about four four years, uh, forty eight million dollars. Mm. I mean, yeah. if you guys had to spend big at one position, what would it be? The end. Like, the end. I mean, that's the mo- pass rush. I mean, how everything follows the pass rush. I mean, and run stopping. But like, if we can't get to the quarterback, then I mean, our defense is going to struggle again. It's just you can't. Uh, the backfield, nothing works if you can't get to the quarterback. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, a DN who can get to the passer. Like, I would love to see us resign. I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Aquara being our highest paid free agent this year, honestly, signing him back. But, like, you got to get someone who's going to, you know, get us those 10 sacks, get to the quarterback. But, we, yeah. I mean, we probably have a couple of them. But. If, I had to pick, if I had to pick one guy right now on the free agency uh, market, from a DN perspective, uh, that I think is within a reasonable ish range, but he's he's more of a top tier player. I think he's gonna get a lot of money. Uh, it's Carl Lawson. I don't know how much you guys know about him. Uh, he's on the Cincinnati Bengals. That's why his name's maybe not as big as some other teams. But fifty nine pressures last year, fourteenth ranked defensive end in the NFL. Uh, and again, that that's on a terrible Cincinnati Bengals team. So I, I I like Carl Lawson a lot. He's going to go for like fourteen million dollars a year, though. So if they're not willing to keep Aquara, but again, that that might have been just to do with Aquara's value yeah. more so than yeah, they anything just don't want to tag him. They might uh, just and, be looking. To... And this Carl Lawson guy is only twenty five years old, so he's a pretty young guy still, and he could be part of uh, that retooling that they talk about so much. So that that's definitely yeah. one of my top targets. Did you guys have any other? Uh, some other DNs, uh, Yann- Yannick Ngakwe, that guy's been all over the place in terms of his yeah. value. Uh, Melvin Ingram's out there. Bud Dupree, he'll be a free agent this year. He's like a hybrid linebacker rush linebacker. He's he's effective when he's blitzing. Uh, Leonard Floyd's out there again, but again, he's on the wrong side of uh, 28 yeah, years no. old. The, here's another name, uh, Trey Hendrickson, the DN from the Saints. If you don't know who that is, maybe know him as the white defensive end on the Saints that doesn't wear gloves. <laughs> yeah, uh, th- This guy was the sack leader um, for the New Orleans Saints. Obviously, Aaron Glenn uh, coming over from the New Orleans Saints. And Dan Campbell coming from the New Orleans Saints. That That's a pretty good connection. His projection is about four years, $12 million a year. I like so something four for 48. like this. He's at the it'd right like, age, too. He's 26. He'd be like when, what's his name, brought Vandenbosch over, remember? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Shorts, yeah. <laughs> I, I like this. Like we, uh, I like because uh, th- I was talking. Who were we, Michael Rossing was saying this. Like the, uh, he thinks they're gonna go for young guys who have upside and not not really break a lot of bank this year. Try to develop some of their own talent, sort of like we did with Aquara, bringing a guy who's shown a lot of cha- like potential but just hasn't broke through yet. I could definitely see them trying to do that. And not you know go for these higher end guys, so that yeah. we can save money to put towards stuff in the years I down the road. Yeah. I think age is going to be a big thing uh, with who they uh, pick, you know, in free agency. I don't think they're going to want to have a lot of bunch of old guys. I think if they get get to the point where they're uh, on the verge of Super Bowls, they you know if they if they need that certain player, they they'll go for it. But I think right now they're looking for youth and energy and guys that can be developed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Definitely. Um, hey, and, and, did, uh, did you guys have Julian, any names to discuss? I was going to say, yeah, Julian O'Quara could also play linebacker if they wanted to move him there. Cause oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it'll be really fascinating to see what they do with him because we obviously barely got to see him last yeah. year. That's that's yeah. part of why I want Romeo back so badly because I just wanted to see them play together for one year. That would that be would fun. be fun. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah, but uh, he's also one of those guys that you got to remember, like when you when you assess our coming year, like we don't know what we got in him with his upside. He's the kind of guy who could suddenly change the face of our defense too. When, if they, you know, they tap into his potential. So that's when, that's why you always got to keep the faith. Okay. There's a way to be good now. <laughs> All right. I agree. I, I think our offense, I mean, I know losing staff for her, but you know, Goff's not a total slouch. He's, he's been pretty good. Uh, I think our offense is actually close to being, pretty good already i mean a couple if we have a couple additions maybe get another solid running back a receiver too Mm -hmm. if you know uh our offense could still be respectable this year but defense is another story (laughs) yeah so i mean mean, it's gonna be a whole new defense like pretty much all new players except for maybe trey flowers and a couple we had some nice young potential core players that's the only thing there's so many question marks you got a cuda warrior Tracy Walker, guys who have shown good things but haven't put it all together. Like if they can groom that talent properly, you just don't know what you're going to get. That's the kind of thing where those guys, if they start clicking like a quarter of the way through the season, can suddenly become elite. But we don't know till the yeah. The... And regarding free agency too, uh, I don't think anyone's mentioned it, but uh, with this new coaching staff, I could see. Free agents actually wanting to come here to Detroit, Definitely. like maybe when yeah. Patricia was there. Right. So, you know, that could be a big factor in what we. And usually, usually that's a bigger factor in veterans. Uh, you know, looking to yeah. get the right fit. I, usually, uh, when I mean a lot of guys like getting their second contract, looking for that big second contract, are just gonna. I I, I was listening to a podcast and. Preston Smith, uh, the two Smith guys, Zaire Smith and Preston Smith on the Green Bay Packers. They ended up going to Packers two years ago, um, but they didn't. <laughs> they basically just sat on a beach the entire time and let their agents pick their team for them. They just told their agents, "Give me the mo- get me the most money, whatever team that is. Doesn't matter who it is." Uh, so the <laughs> scheme, the team, yeah. it didn't matter. Wherever they just went, wherever the most money was. Now that's not all players, and that's uh, so like a t- team or uh, if you're a veteran. Maybe in like twenty eight, twenty nine. Here, here's a good example: a guy like Hassan Reddick. He does, or even Aquara for that matter. Here's a guy that finally had a big breakout year. He's been waiting four years to have this big breakout year. They finally had it. But now in this situation, the NFL cap's been reduced. They're probably not going to get that big contract that they normally would um, if the cap was blown up. So they're going to take that one year deal. They're going to want to go to a team that they know has the right coaching has the right scheme and the right fit for them so they can play on that one-year deal and get that big second contract the following year. So these guys looking for that one or maybe two-year deal are in that range. That's where you're going to see like kind of the coaching staff and stuff like that, I think, coming more yeah. into play than, say, these guys on the bigger contracts. That's a good point, G. Yeah. Uh, and I can see that. us paying for like one of those on like defense, like one linebacker who's looking for a one-year stop who's a good player, one – DN, someone you know who's just looking for that paycheck to kind of get reestablish themselves for the coming years, because I think in the end you still gotta whether or not you're retooling or what you still gotta make an earnest effort to win now, and I think they will throw some money at improving the immediate talent and readiness of this team this year. But it won't. I'm not expecting anything grand, but 
maybe taking advantage of a situation like that. Yeah. And it, so uh, going back to the free agents and just more targets, uh, from the wide receiver side, obviously, <laughs> there's a lot of room to fill there. It'll be really interesting to see how much they do in the draft versus free agency. But some free agency targets, the the one I've seen most connected to, again, this goes back to the Brad Holmes and the Rams, is uh, Josh Reynolds. Uh, th- this guy, you know, he, he had, uh, I believe, like 600 yards receiving last year, six touchdowns. Definitely a guy in the up. Uh, he is, he's 26 years old, so still pretty young. Uh, this is his first. Uh, he's finally reached free agency for the first time here. I could see him. Uh, reuniting with Jared Goff and the Lions, that 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 connection's been heavily. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would together. make sense. I feel like we're gonna be like the Colts of like what was it like four years ago when they just started adding, or it was like five or six years ago maybe when they just started adding all these young guys. Uh, remember that they just started? They got that kid from D two. I think they drafted three in the draft that year. Ah, shoot, who? I keep saying Juan, saying Jason Pierre Paul, but it was like Juan Pierre or something like that. Pierre Garçon. Pierre Garçon, thank you. The yeah, like, receiver. Yeah, like they mm-hmm. remember the Colts uh, were like in dire straits. Are so like we are right now at wide receiver, and they added like three rookies in the same year. And then for the next few years, they actually had a pretty good wide receiving core with a lot of youth and vigor. So I could definitely see them doing that in the draft. But as far as the free agency, I think they're going to do a lot of things like that. Uh, the guy we already signed. Yeah, Tyrell Tyro Williams. Yeah. Uh, another contracts. another connection there is more. It's more on the Anthony Lynn side. This connection uh, from his time in Buffalo is Sammy Watkins. Uh, he's a free agent as well. He's best been decimated with injuries throughout most of his career, though. So yeah. it'll be pretty cheap. Um, he's projected to get nine million a year, though, because he is still an elite receiver when he can get on the field. It's just a matter of getting on the field for him has always been his biggest issue. But nine nine seems like. A lot for a guy with injury issues, and when you're trying to rebuild a roster, so yeah, yeah. but that was just the yes. connection that I've seen thrown out there. Um, Brashad Perryman, that's an interesting name. Uh, he he's proven to be a good re- receiver at times. Well, and <laughs> he's got the Lions connection. His dad played for the Lions. That's right. Perryman, that's dude. right. There's your connection. That's yeah. what I needed, Bob. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so th- there's a lot out there. Uh, one of my Browns. Uh, Fans, they like he like Rashad Higgins a lot. He's a Freedens as well. Uh, he's out there. He's only twenty six years old too. So there, there's a lot of good mid level wide receivers. But this is another deep wide receiver draft as well. We've already thrown out several names in this podcast, and we'll get into that more as we get closer to the draft. Um, but there, I would definitely expect if the Lions don't go for a wide receiver in the first round, definitely in the second to seventh. They're getting wide one or two at, at least in this draft. Yeah, I think it's almost yes. a, a certainty. Yeah. At this much. Point. Um, yeah. Uh, from the cornerback position, that'll be interesting too to see because they have a Warrior, they have a Kuda, so they have kind of a a base there, right? A little bit still. <laughs> it's work. a wiggly one, but it's there's there. nothing <laughs> certain about that the cornerbacks that they have in the roster. And like I said, they signed Mike Ford back, but he's just he's a solid emergency cornerback, is what he is really. Um. If the Lions are really reaching for the moon, sign Leonard Williams uh, for four. He's projected about to go twenty million a year. Oh my uh, so. god! But damn it, if the Lions don't need an elite interior defensive lineman, I miss having an elite interior yes. defensive lineman so much. Yeah, uh, that it, would it just be affects nice. the whole game. It, sure it does. It, uh, I mean, it's the guy closest to the ball. <laughs> right. There's a reason that they can affect the game more than anybody else. Get so. Sean Rogers out of retirement, maybe. <laughs> oh my god! Still in shape. 
I haven't seen a picture of Sean Rogers in a long time. I wonder if he's like a thinned out guy or if he's gone the other way. I have no I idea. Know. <laughs> to talk about a guy who made a difference in the middle of the oh my line. Oh Jesus, he just ridiculous. He's the only I mean Lion player I've seen that was better than Sue at actually collapsing a pocket. That's what I miss. Sue in his prime. I mean, I I I, I was younger when Sean Rogers was good, so I don't like fully have like a good memory of him. Sue was more consistent though. But, Do you remember how he always made excuses for what Sue did that wasn't wrong? There's nothing wrong with what he did there. No. We were, we were telling all the other fans who said he's how dirty he is. No, no the, it was an accident. The you one know, where he kicked the guy in the nuts, though, still, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, he was, that was swung not, around. He yeah, he's it. not a ninja. Yeah, he didn't really step on that guy hard. It's just sort of like, he did. He kind of toe-tapped his arm. This is ridiculous. <laughs> he didn't we mean to stomp on that guy's chest. <laughs> he was falling backwards. Oh, when he shoved a... Uh, Jay Cutler in the back of the the jersey. That was, and it still was clean. so that was clean. It was, it was so violent that they just called the penalty because <laughs> didn't hit him in the head. Didn't even use his hands. He used a forearm for Christ's sake. Like <laughs> he like shot him into the ground. Like, he got a like penalty that. for being too strong, essentially on that. Exactly. Yeah, 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 so yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. It was so badass. <laughs> so ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do miss Sue a lot, though. What a fun personality. Oh. I still regret. Or I don't regret. I, it wasn't my decision to make. I'm I'm just more mad that the Lions never gave Sue the ball like on the one yard line, like in a, from the fullback yeah. position, or used yeah. him on the goal line more. He's just such a good athlete. He could have done it easily. He can't really do it now, probably. But uh, <laughs> very good. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. But they did let him kick at least. That, so. I know they yeah. let him kick, but they wouldn't let him get the ball on the one yard line. <laughs> Backwards. <laughs> And he oh, missed that kick. I know. They <laughs> lost because of that. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, we covered a lot here. There is one more thing I want to mention. Just, you know, of all the Lions, the, their terrible draft history to a degree uh, with Titus Young and other wide receivers, just remember that the the Tennessee Titans drafted a offensive lineman, Isaiah Wilson, last year in the first round. And they just traded him after one year for a seventh-round draft pick to the Miami Dolphins. The so the uh, Lions never had a draft pick do that, at oh least. Oh, my God. That's so bad. <laughs> Apparently, the guy showed up at training camp overweight and had a horrible attitude and just asked to be traded after the season. The Titans oh, no. obliged. So. Hey, by the way, did you guys, did you guys see the Hawkinson interview on uh... – it was Bussing like with the boys in a bus with the boys or whatever. Oh, yeah. George Kittle and uh, ah, that, that was awesome, man. Hawk is a, a free spirit kind of guy. He's an interesting guy. Uh, he look looks like, like a, a hippie from the sixties. Yeah. He does. He, hair, he fit in that bus glass. perfectly. It was awesome. Yeah, it was a good interview. Oh, like he that. doesn't pop hot this year. I don't. That's good. Did you see his comment about Bob Quinn? How Bob Quinn said, "Like you're you're having too much fun. This isn't the player I drafted." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bob Quinn. Oh, he says, Bob "Well, you know, I was, I was trying to be good on the interview. You know, it's an interview. You got to put it on your best." Book yeah, book, right. You know? so, <laughs> I'm not gonna like pull out a bottle like Jim Bean and start doing shots in the interview. Like you know, like having a good time. Like I know that that that's a little ridiculous. From if that's but, true for Bob. That's Quinn. another interview. If anybody hasn't seen it that i'd recommend watching that it's fun oh yeah and that's uh the podcast bustle with the boys is george kittle i think was a guest too tim and hawk uh it's it's yeah. uh taylor luan and uh, another guy i can't remember uh safety or something that's currently in the nfl yeah uh but wow we had a lot to talk about and we're gonna have a whole lot more to talk about oh yeah uh, next week when we start getting more free agency news and then the big draft the the lion super bowl the, the nfl draft right. <laughs> so <laughs> not the Lions Super Bowl. <laughs> the Super Bowl's the Lions right. Super Bowl. All right. Yes. This year. This year will be. 
Great. All right. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast, please subscribe and please leave a review on there. We'd really appreciate it. Instagram, drinking the blue Kool-Aid. Twitter, at drinking lions. Uh, we might have a special guest coming soon. I'm not, I don't want to say his name in case it doesn't happen, but I'm just teasing it because <laughs> I like to tease. So thank you, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate it. And last but not least, as always, go, go, go Lions! Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a Lions victory. Go, go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.